Hey, what's up, everyone? My name's Zach Olinger. In this podcast series, I talk about relationships. Now, I know, as a man, you may not want to talk about relationships. Or you may even tell me that the relationship that you're in is already pretty good. But I'm going to invite you to consider this. Could you be a little bit more fulfilled in the relationship that you have? I would like to have you consider that there may be other ways to kind of see the conflicts that are truly just unnecessary that we all experience in a different light. And if you're open to receiving or just giving me a little bit of your time, then I look forward to my guests and I inspiring you to become a man that can have more freedom, less conflict, and more pleasure in their relationships. Thanks for joining me. Well, hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me on The, the Real Zach Olinger. Uh, today, I've got uh, Mac, um, and he's uh, just gonna. we're just going to have a free-flowing conversation and see where this leads us and uh, talk about... Uh, you know, relationships. So, um, Mac, I guess uh, I'm not sure where we want to start, but whatever you feel like, you know, comfortable talking about or, or sharing with us, um, yeah, we're, we'd be grateful. So, I'm comfortable with it all, brother. <laughs> comfortable <laughs> with it all. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate you being on. So, um, I guess the I guess the first thing that um, kind of comes to my mind is um, I know that you and I have spoken before and. Um, um is it is it three or four marriages you've been in now like uh um, yeah. I've, I've been married uh once i'm in the middle of a divorce now actually uh but i've had three really serious relationships long-lasting relationships uh that way well, yeah it's, it never really went wrong uh in the partner that i'm with now is what i regard as my soulmate mm-hmm. um Again, we'll look, we're kind of, if I look at the relationships that I had with what I know now, at f- almost 50 in August, <laughs> I know I don't look at I'm only 30. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking but, good, yeah, man. <laughs> when, I, when I look at my relationships now with what I know now, I kind of ponder and ask myself, would I even have got into those relationships in the first place? You know, right? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, we're just all walking tape recorders, and we'll learn everything. We're lessons by we're parents, by we're friends, by movies, um, relationships, music. You know, right. everything. Everything's just a relationship with pop people, with yourself, and that. That's when I look at that, and I look at how I've kind of behaved. In relationships, certainly as a young man, um, and I, I mentioned this to you the other day, uh, the, the, the four in the bed, mm-hmm. uh, you've got your head, your heart, and for us guys, we're, we're often either think with a big head or... Right, <laughs> the little one, right? Which <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> inevitably leads into all manners of trouble. Uh, but yeah, um, but my biggest thing is with my parents, now, my parents, I mean, I'm blessed to still have them on, on the planet with me. Uh, they've been married over 60 years. Wow. Uh, they're both in their, their late 70s. Um, very, very jealous. They, 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 but but somehow they made it work. Uh, and I don't know if it's just by the lessons that they've learned from kind of their parents. As, as, as you know, that's kind of what we do. Mm-hmm. But that's what I, I always see that in the... It was a case of, well, I don't do this because it, I wouldn't like it done. So that's what my dad used to always tell me, you know, don't do unto others like what you wouldn't like done to yourself. Mm-hmm. 
So I used to take it as a kind of a security blanket. And then when I started with like girlfriends, myself and getting into relationships, there was that element of the jealousy where it was quite, it was flattering. It was quite, quite nice. But as you know, the green eyed monster, it grows out of control and you, you know, you, you, you start getting in your own head and thinking mad things and hand on heart, if I think deeply enough, I would pretty much say 90% of the things that have went wrong or arguments that's been created have been by my hang-ups. Mm-hmm. So when you've got two people in a relationship with the same kind of crap, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Inevitably an argument starts because your partner may do something that triggers you, that you don't like. And even though them don't think it's wrong, especially when you are both together at first, uh, I mean, you, you, you generally get to, to, to meet somebody and it's, it may be, it's a physical attraction, you know, you're physically attracted to a certain type of person and you don't really know that person. It's just that animalistic physical lust and, you know, and you, and, and you go with it and then we kind of wonder why things go wrong six months in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 it's a minefield. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it's very true. So I guess, uh, I guess one of the things I'm curious about too is, um, you know, as you've um, kind of like, as we all grow, as we get older, right, we all learn like new lessons and things like that. So what, um, what's been one of the bigger things that's kind of coming to your awareness, um, like either about yourself or like kind of shifted or for you or, or something new that you've taken into like, you know, new relationships that, uh, you know, that kind of smooth that out or kind of like round that out for you, you know what I mean? Yeah. What, what, what I've learned is uh, oh, my, my belief now, especially of all the things that's kind of happened in the, the past, I think the biggest attribute you can have, the biggest tool you can use is to actually to love yourself first. Mm-hmm. You've got to know yourself. You've got to know and love yourself. You've got to know what you want, what you like. Be at peace and comfortable with yourself because if you're not that way, how can you then give to somebody else? Right, and that's that's the that's the position I'm I'm at now. I mean, for years you search for this and you search for the perfect relationship, or you search for this type person or this type body, or and it's just it's nothing about that. It's it's all to do with yourself, and that's where I'm at now. Uh, I'm at peace with myself. Uh, I just live to be happy. That's, that's that's it in a nutshell. I just want to wake up, smile, but I've made it through another day. <laughs> I've got another bite of the cherry. And <laughs> and, and that's it. Uh, be happy with myself, love myself first. And because I'm comfortable with that, then I can give give out. Give out. I love it. Yeah. It reminds <coughs> me of the analogy of like you can't pour from an empty cup, right? So you've got, yeah. you've got to fill yourself up. So yeah, I love it. Yeah definitely can relate to that i think uh, i think a lot of us can whereas if we've got the inner inner turmoil or conflict or you know just this like um i would say just kind of like you said you got to know what you want you got to know like what's true for you and if you're just kind of if you don't have that own awareness about yourself then it's really really hard to go into some 
of another relationship with another person and um and have that not <laughs> rear its head and cause cause trouble for you right yeah 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 i mean when, when you think i mean if you do how, how many you do how many people actually know that cell if you actually get quiet with it and sit and think well what bothers us and why does it bother us Mm-hmm. And where did I get that from? It's kind of like I, I kind of look at it as is if you can imagine a long tunnel, and at the end of that tunnel, there's a motor vehicle in in bits, all the parts to have a motor vehicle, mm-hmm. and throughout that tunnel, you have some wheel technicians, you have some fabric technicians, you have some mechanics, you have some paint guys. All these people, so you're walking slowly through that tunnel and you've got all these people telling you how to, to get this car at the end. By the time you get at the end of the tunnel, you might have a good go at building the car, but you're more than likely not going to be able to build the car. Right. But that's how, that's how we walk through life, you know. We'll learn these lessons, but we'll see one of our best friends go through a relationship and you think, I don't want that. Or uh, again, you learn your lessons from your mom and dad or you, what you see on the telly or... And you, we kind of do the best we can with the information that we've got right. at, at the time, you know. And I mean, because of the journey that we've not long been on in September, I mean, I know yourself, you've done it uh, longer than that. When you're not privy to this information, it's it's like, I mean, it, it, it's gold because... I've just never, in 49 years, I've just had no clue. And once you kind of know, you think, no bloody wonder. No wonder I've been doing the things I'm doing. <laughs> Where, how have I been asleep for so long? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I would I would agree. The awareness uh, is is key, you know, and it's not it's not uh, labeling that we've done anything wrong or that we're stupid or anything like that. Yeah. It's not it's not any of that kind of judgment. It's just about um, you know choosing to just like yeah learn just choosing to be open to like receiving the awareness, you know, I think that's really what it, what it comes down to. I think it's a huge part because, and then that, and then doing that, um, <laughs> just going through the process of becoming aware, I don't know how it's been for you, but I know that at least for a lot of people that I've spoken to, it's uncomfortable, you know, like, because it's like, you start yes. to learn stuff about yourself where you're like, oh. ah, shit, like that's. <laughs> Zach, Zach, I mean, I, 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 sitting in the room I'm sitting in now, I remember going through that now I, I was sitting on the set he just right next to us here i'm staring out the window looking at the trees and i started weeping mm-hmm. and i thought what, what what the hell's going on yeah what what's the what's these guys doing to us <laughs> i mean i've been i've in the jobs that i've done i'm ex-army and I've, I've done some pretty i've been in some scary scary life situations and and this had us a mess. It had us an absolute mess. I've never experienced anything like it. And since I've come out, I've done this kind of a strange, um, it's like an experiment with myself because I purposely wanted to see how long it would be before the old Mac would try creeping back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I started getting a kind of it was it was kind of worse than the first disintegration anxiety that I had because now I was self-aware of what I should be doing. Whereas before when I just got this disintegration anxiety, it was just like, whoa, what the hell is this? Why am I crying? Why am I staying at, at the trees and doing crazy stuff? But 
now because I knew what I was meant to be doing, that the disintegration anxiety was kind of worse because it was the old me trying to get back, but the new me was kind of releasing, but not all the way because I was scared, if right. you like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I thought I don't want to lose that Mac because it was such an awakening. I, but 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 I wanted to say for people, other people that kind of go through the same thing, if you step out of your content and just how quick you go back, and it, it's shocking. It's shocking how easy it is. Yeah. Uh, the temper comes back. This comes back. Whereas, I mean, I was walking around like Bonnie Langford. <laughs> I don't know if you know her, but sitting grinning at people all day long. You know, people's weeping and I'm smiling at them. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine, man. Everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah, I could I can relate to that the the whole the whole weeping part and just like yeah having and being aware it's it is a is an interesting experience to go through and um like it's like an out of body body experience where you see yourself like being able to because you have a certain awareness you you know. But then, like, you can still see yourself making some choices where you're like, I know better. Like, it just reminds me of a story as a kid. Uh, this is one I particularly like where, um, you know, my mom told me, and I remember actually doing this, like the turntables, right? Like LPs and things like that. And, um, <laughs> Shorty is and yeah, right. And, and I was sitting there as a kid and I was just scratching the needle across the, or the record and just going, no. No, no, like I knew it was the wrong thing to do, but I'm scratching the shit out of this record anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I'm curious, um, like, because uh, uh, like Lynn and I were talking about this yesterday too, and I've talked to this about some other people as far as relationships go. Like, uh, so the partner that you're with now, um, like, how has it been with you going through like, um, like kind of your own self development and like awareness? Um, and your partner wasn't involved in any any of, of TCP or any programs. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. This is the things that I thought, I honest to God, thought as I was going through all this stuff. I thought, you've done this before. I had to actually ask her, have you been a part of TCP before? Because she, she's a clever cookie, uh, Katrina. She's, she's honestly, she's the love of my life. But she's so. When this when this whole TCP thing happened uh, after the Bidu half training, um, the financial position that was in at the time, I just thought, e, how can I go to, to Katrina and say, look, this this is possibly going to cost what it was going to cost. Then when I got the actual email of what it was going to cost, and the, when I claimed out the hole that opened up and the floor and swallowed us up, um, she just she kind of looked at us and she says, what, what, what are you worried for? Just do it. Just do it. She says, you know, work an extra shift or, you know, we'll, we'll get by. So she's just so, so mega supportive and she's very, very clever. I mean, I've, I've, I've got friends that come up to us and say, Mac, what have we done you? Katrina says that six months ago, listen to the woman, listen to her. But as you know, we're seldomly listen to our partners and then 
somebody like maybe you, you will say something and I'll, I'll go and say, hey, Katrina, you never guess what Zach says. And she'll look, are oh, you kidding? <laughs> I've been telling you that for the last six months. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of us can relate to that. <laughs> I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's enough. And she'll just sit with a smirk on her face and I'll look and I'll, I'll, I'll try to scan me memory banks to think as she mentioned this before, <laughs> which is generally the case. <laughs> I just I put it out the NLP stuff. I just say, oh well, it's just me mind distorting. <laughs> right, right. I heard you just distorted it at that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as far as uh, like how things, um, is there like a com- like a compare and contrast between like how things like were between like you and Katrina before you started like. Uh, um like choosing to like like look at yourself and like go down that path and then like where you're at now like i'm just kind of curious like how how that's changed for you not 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 so much with katrina um when when i started with the kind of be do half stuff i had from as being four year olds i've always had this kind of like a voice pop into my head saying there's something you're meant to do now, as a young young child, I was scared of my own shadow. I was very shy. There's no no way as a as a teenager I would have been able to do something like this. I just didn't have the confidence. Um, so it was would have been about two years ago. I just I, I started getting interested in the whole whole world of the internet. I started getting looking at some of the things on the Facebook feed, Dan Lock, uh, Gary V, people like that, and thinking, what's what's this about? There's got to be something in this. And because I always felt like there was something else I was supposed to be doing, and I had this in and. Honestly, Zach, it used to scare us when I was a child because I'd be sitting in the in, in the bathtub playing with me little soldiers and G.I. Joes and stuff. And then this voice would just, and it was like an actual voice saying, there's something you're supposed to do. And it was it was a kind of a, who the hell said that? <laughs> you know, and I was, mom, mom. It used to actually scare us. And um, so all through my life, I've kind of had that. So I started doing things for myself, and then I started helping people. Uh, instead of chasing money, chase what makes you happy, chase your dreams. And then I launched the stuff that I, that I, that I kind of I do. Uh, and then uh, I've come across Jim, um, and that's, that's kind of why I've done it. Now, with regards to me and Katrina, there's a lot of guys, if I was to bring some people that I work with now, I was actually known as the Beat to be Fiat, right? Uh, uh, if When I was on the doors, I was known as the Uncuddled. <laughs> so all the doorman guys were standing there and the girls would come up and cuddle them. They'd come to me and look and go, poof. <laughs> in, in a way, you know, they're, they're just... Uh, so, but with with Katrina, it wasn't like that. A contrasting relationship from Katrina to a previous one, um, and this, this kind of comes out to crimes of passion, I suppose. Um, I was in a relationship for about six years with, with, with a partner, and in my mind, everything was going absolutely fantastic. And then one day a phone rings and it's some guy and she ups and goes. I mean, we have our own house, uh, good jobs, um, a nice car. And then the next minute your, your wheels flip upside down and um, she's having an affair. So 
because you do that where you just you can't kind of believe it's happening and you you're still grasping on to what what you've had holding on and um, it ended up where we're, 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 she was driving us to work one day and we had such a blazing row. I, I had two, me, me sons, me 29, 28, 8-year-old was about 6-year-old then, 5 and 6. And um, it was me son had come up and says, uh, one day, he says, Dad, why does everybody I love leave us? And it absolutely destroyed us, absolutely destroyed us. And on the way to work, in that moment, uh, my kids weren't in the car then. This was just something I was saying to this the night before. In that moment, it flipped from my, my pain to you're hurting me kids, you're hurting the boys. And I, I, I pulled the, the, the handbrake on in, in rage. Uh, and I mean, the car went spinning on the motorway. Uh, and I actually found myself sitting in a police cell. So I can relate to how were let were emotions and when you react to something and how easy it is to to go down that road of self-destruct uh, when you haven't got anybody I mean I'm saying when you haven't got anybody guiding you I had me father I had me brother saying look it'll be all right and you know when when you're going in that hurt and you when you, you when you're feeling how you feel it's just words by people you know you you, you they try to help you and the thing you, you but you just don't yeah listen don't go there don't get in the car with that just it's it's just causing you more pain all right i won't and sh like a love struck puppy you, you you know you're back there and inevitably it just it went absolutely terribly wrong you know and so i can relate to that but that mac to the mac now is it's you know it's it's night and day absolutely night and day uh, we we're, we're very, very, very rarely argue because it's just, it, it doesn't serve us. I get yeah. nothing from it. Absolutely nothing. And like I say, if it's an argument, it's generally something that I'm perceiving. And it's just my perception of it. It's my hang up. So mm -hmm. I kind of step back from things now instead of reacting. I think, well, why is that bothering me? Or why is it not bothering her? Uh, you know, and we kind of look that way. And we we'll, we'll always communicate. And we've said when I first met Katrina, I mean, I knew, I knew her for a lot of years. Uh, she was about 14 years younger than me. Um, but you can put a round of applause in there, Zach. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I repeat that? Do you think that is? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, she's, she always says at the very start listen, the worst thing you can do is if something's bothering you, rather than to get to the stage of an argument, because that's what things do, you know, you, you bottle things up and it eats away at you, and then as you, you, you jump into your monkey mind and you just start creating all manners of crap. Um, she always says, listen, we'll just talk. If someone's bothering, we'll just out in the open, we'll just talk about it and work through things, and that's that's what we've always done, you know. So, you know, we've been, been together about six years. Thanks for sharing, you know, the, the story about uh, yeah. um, about your previous relationship there. And one of the things I'm just kind of curious about, because I know that um, I know a lot of us guys uh, and women, too, for sure, uh, you know, the whole jealousy part and like, um, especially like with affairs or like other people coming in. I, I've definitely been on both sides of it. I think a lot of us have been on both sides of it. You know, as, as you went through and experienced that type of um, 
pain and anger and responsiveness to that particular situation. Um, is there anything that like, that you've, that you've learned, like how, like if it were to happen again, let's say, let's just, you know, like throw, throw out there, like the hypothetical, um, how, as, as the man you are today, um, how would, how do you envision your current self responding to something like that? Well, I certainly wouldn't put up the walls that I put up because that's where natural knee-jerk reaction, I've been hurt, I'm not going to get hurt again. And what you kind of do is you start looking for people or a relationship to, is this person going to hurt us? Mm -hmm. And you start getting ideas before you even get into the relationship. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So... The way I look at it now, and I mean, and, and this me, me and Katrina as well. Um, if 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 it was to happen, then it's just it. It's an experience. Mm -hmm. It's a lesson. It's you know, it's just something to grow from. It was it just wasn't meant to be. It doesn't serve us in any way as getting bent out of shape. I mean, me and Katrina's got a, a beautiful four-year-old daughter and eleven-year-old laddie, um, and. It just it wouldn't it wouldn't help the kids. It's just we're just not for whatever reason it's played out. We've gained we've had six great years together. It, it's I mean yes it's going to sting. I'm I'm not going to sit yeah. here like you know and say all right well this wouldn't be the case. But I know that going down the other road it just it doesn't serve you. It doesn't help you in any way shape or form. All it does is you start building up these walls to protect yourself from pain and hurt. Well, it, it, that, that's just your choice. You just choose. You can look at it and just say, right, boy, go ahead. Didn't work. Next. <laughs> it's just, you know, there'll be somebody else there that, that will, will want us or appreciate us for who I am. I love myself. If you don't love me anymore, I'm not going to force you. I mean, who... And I've done this myself as well. You, you, you kind of look and think, well, if she, if if you find out that, say, your partner is unhappy, and I've, I've, I mean, I've, I've got some friends that, that, that their partners have actually cheated on them and they still have them back because they just, they cannot be without them. It's like that thing, you've got to hold on to love, you know, and it's like you, you grasp on, you get something and, it's 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 the attachment. It's the you have to have it, and and that that that's where it's damaging. I think it's so so damaging, because what how is it helping you? Because you just you 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 you, you put up with things, and then and that, I think this is where you get these like I say the crimes of passion where. It, it just keeps building and building and gaining more and more momentum until one day the person just snaps, you know, instead of just. Letting it go. I think we used to say plenty of fish in the sea. So there's <laughs> plenty of fish in the sea. Absolutely. So there's two things that came up for me um, during that piece where you were just talking. Um, so one is, is that um, what, uh, like what type of like, I think, you know, some other guys were to, to hear that and be like, oh, it just wasn't meant to be like, like, they still might have their anger, and it might be hard for them to let that pass through them or to let that go and just kind of be like, yeah, but, you know, be like, you know, she cheated Pride. on me. Yeah, right. Pride so, and ego. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess like, uh, to kind of speak to that for anybody that might be listening, that's experiencing that, what, what was like the most helpful for you to like, 
work through that piece because I think again I think we've all especially as men and again women that have felt that where it's kind of like intellectually we know like yeah to let that go and there's more fish <clears> to <throat> see but god damn it we're hurt like you know what I mean yeah 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 <laughs> so <laughs> I mean for me personally yeah. Zach that my, my big thing was me kids I just yeah. focused on me kids you know what once I seen me kids were hurting my 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 stuff was neither here nor there I just thought right pick yourself up stop being a yeah a, a dipshit for want of a better word your mm-hmm. kids are hurting and then I just I, I focused on me kids you know I was just there for me kids I thought and and, and that really really for me personally got me through it um and I mean if you haven't got kids I'm sure there's a lot of people that might be listening have got a really really close friend you know mm-hmm. and it, it's when you're in it, we're in that moment, it just seems like the you know you're never going to meet anybody else. You don't want to meet anybody else. It's like you say, your pride's hurt, your ego's been pricked. How dare she do this or how dare you do that to me? It's their loss. It's their loss. Love yourself. Mm-hmm. Love yourself, and it'll come back at you tenfold. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, the other piece that came up for me was uh, was the attachment. Right. And um, just holding just holding on. And um, yeah, like through just a lot of the different um, books or teachers that I've come through, you know, like, uh, you know, the Buddha says, right, all suffering comes from attachment. Right. Yeah. yeah. And um, I guess like to just speak into that a little bit, um, there's a couple of things that I just kind of want to talk to if I may, like about um, just learning that, that, that love, right? Like real love doesn't have expectations of somebody. I think a lot of us, as we get into relationships, we have expectations that come from, like, as you were speaking to before, our conditioning that, uh, you know, either from our parents or TV or music or just our culture, like we're just programmed to, that relationships need to look a certain way and that this, our partners need to show up a certain way, you know, and not just let that person be who they are, you know, like we don't, we don't do that. Like we have this idea, this image of who they are or who they should be. And once that person isn't that then we're like what the fuck is going on like why are you yeah, not yeah. this way right <laughs> and so that that's where that's like where we we run into that like we feel alienated or like we run into that it kind of slaps us in the face and so then we want to like kind of force a square peg into a round hole and be like you need to you need to be this way right and we see it i think a lot of us as like that person's hurting us and we don't re- really take responsibility again for like how we're trying to force somebody to be something that they're not, you know, we, because of our expectations, we have these demands on people. So we're attached. We have our attachments to our expectations, right? And we want them because of that attachment. We feel like it's the other person's fault, you know, instead of being like, yeah. instead of looking at ourselves and being like, shit, I'm going to this person who is their own free individual and wanting them to be a certain way and like, and like, and I, and not seeing it as actually kind of a selfish thing. And these are lessons I've had to totally learn. I mean, like this has impacted my relationship with my mom and my sisters and like, you know, like friends and things like that, because I have had, like, I've wanted my mom to be a certain way. And then it's taken me some time to be like, shit, like I want, I'm not letting my mom just be who she is, you know? And like, if we flip it around, like, we don't, we don't 
want other people like to do that to us. And like, even if they do, we don't care because we're who we are. And if they don't like it, then it's kind of like, that's how shit goes down. It's just like, well, I mean, like, look, I know that may be what you want, but that's not how it is. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, some, so we've got to take responsibility for our own, our own interpretations of like how we want and expect others to be. Uh, and yeah, so. And I think the start, I think where, where you normally find the very beginnings of that is when you come across words like, or oh, give and take. Mm-hmm. Like, why should you have to give and take? Do you know, that's kind of given excuse or reason for you to, to change for me and I'll change for you. Yes. And that's where we, you know, or, or to, yeah, you know, you have to have give and take in a relationship. And yeah, well, no, you don't. No, you don't. That, if, if you are just you and I'm me, then you love me for me and I love you for you and I respect, we have mutual respect. And and I mean, I know there might be some people that are listening, yeah, in a perfect world and that, but it's not what we're trying to achieve, you know. You just want to achieve happiness and, and, and that's what I've learned. I'm, like I say, I'm nearly 50 and I, I'm too old for the drama. <laughs> yeah. That that reminds me too of uh, of something that I really loved from the book Awareness by um, Anthony DeMello, where uh, early on in the book, you know, you, you were talking earlier about happiness. You're like, I just wake up, I'm just trying to be happy, you know? And so he writes about, you know, regarding relationships, he's like, he's like, yeah, I was having a conversation with this woman and it got to be like, uh, you know, would you want me to sacrifice my happiness, you know, um, to, to love you and she was like yes and he's like isn't that fabulous that she would want me to sacrifice my happiness for her love and she would sacrifice her happiness uh for her love like you know and and he's like so what in the end really what you got are two unhappy people but long live love you know <laughs> yeah yeah but again Zach, it's just it's all because of things that we hear it's 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 madness really when when you step back and think about it i mean it's like it's just for example see i I was to go into a seminar thousand people there all were kids and i'll say this to people right put your hand up if you die for your kids i bet you a thousand people would put their hands up Mm -hmm. now you only put your hands up because you've heard somebody say in the past that i would do anything for my kids i would die for my kids well, how's about living for your kids? So you've just given me carte blanche to go with a submachine gun and shoot you all because you're all quite happy to die for your kids. I didn't give you a reason for why. I didn't give give any like reason for us saying that to you. You just all, all automatically shut your hands up because that's what you've heard in the past. And that's what we do with relationships. That's what we're... <laughs> we do the best we can with the tools we're given. And unless you're willing to maybe change or learn something, and, and, and that was one of the biggest things that I learned, come with an empty cup. That's one of the greatest bits of advice because when you know it all, you learn nothing. And I look at anything from the homeless guy on the street to the the, the multi-multi-millionaire I learn from everybody in all walks of life I I, I, I try not to and it, it is difficult as you as you know um Jim hasn't been with DX for 25 years for nothing it's a continuous learning curve and you slip back you pick yourself up and you get back on the horse 
but you are you're constantly learning from people but if you if you have them walls up and that arrogance or that say well i know it all and uh, i've been there i've did this they like, know no you just yeah you, you have to just and i try not to touch i'll have beliefs now i just try to let things come and I take the best from, I mean, I'm like Mr. Smith. In, in my work, when something happens, I'll look at it from my perspective, I'll look at it from their perspective, and then I'm looking at it from five, and it's exhausting half the time, because I'm looking at things from all different angles, and and, and that's kind of what I do now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you, you, you've got to just have an empty cup. Have an empty cup. If, if, if you do that... If you wake up morning, every morning with a smile, you know, yesterday is finished, it's gone. Can I get that back? Live for today. Live for today. And chase happiness, not money, because money will always run faster than you. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of a quote that I really like, too, is that uh, no, no amount of shame or guilt can change the past and no amount of worry or anxiety can shape the future. So yeah, yeah, it's, all, it's, all yeah about, it's all about the now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I hope, I hope the people that are listening or I mean that's that's this is what I love about this type of thing, that people will kind of stop and look and reflect. And that's what I do with when I watch yourself and all your things that you've put up. It makes me think and look within myself and think, well, how would I react with that? And or or would I be have the courage to do that? Or and there's a lot of the stuff you do that hand and hard. I would say no, I wouldn't. <laughs> Not as of yet, but I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. <laughs> well, I think uh, I think we may want to wrap it up just for the sake of the time for everybody. But yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely. I mean, we could keep talking forever, man. It I is. Love, I, big, love, big I love talking subject. to you. Yeah. <laughs> I love talking to you and I appreciate you taking the, taking the time to be with me today for sure, man. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah. Like, uh, do you have any, any like, um, like social media or podcasts or anything, if anybody wanted to follow you or like, uh, or I didn't know um, if there's any of that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, well I've got me, me, um, the underdog GSD, which is a uh, underdog get shit done. Nice. <laughs> that, that, that's what it was. And, I mean, when I started that again, it was just to, to help people uh, to, to chase their happiness. And it took on so many meanings and it, it's changed since I've, I've been on this journey. And, and it was kind of like I used to consider myself an underdog. And I thought, well, no, you're only an underdog if you consider yourself. And I've actually got the slogan on my hoodies, uh, the underdog GSD, only you can hold you back. Mm-hmm. You know, and, it's, and, uh, and that's what it is. Um I'm busy doing a load of other things, but um, as well as work, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of doing which which would, I would probably get wrong off Jim and Adam and all the rest of them because I'm spinning my wheels and procrastinating and, I, oh, I'm so busy and I actually get nothing done. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I mean, I work, my me, me actual job is, me, me finite job, if you like, is I, I work with kids in care. So I, I manage a few teams looking after the kids uh, for a guy that I helped set his company up because uh, he, he just seen the way the, 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 the industry was run and the way that it runs with the government because we're in that work for another company. 
he just says we can do this better. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of kind of what we've done. And I, I come over now, and I, I'm I'm managing for him now. But uh, it's not my dorm. It's not. It's his dream. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Well, cool. No, I appreciate it. Well, thanks, Mac. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, thank, you. thank you, Zach. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I hope your you listeners enjoyed. All right. So your knockout punch for today, gentlemen, is that even though we may not, as men, truly like want to embrace this or even like consider this to be a truth, but I'm going to invite you to stop and consider it because what's the downside? What, what do you have to lose? is to just take a moment and think and consider that we may have to change a little bit. It's not saying that we're wrong, okay? Changing doesn't mean we're wrong. And it's not about like having somebody say that you're dumb or any shit like that. It's just about taking a moment, approaching what we would consider to be a problem. One that we haven't been able to successfully solve or at least in a way that we find fulfilling. And just looking at it in a different way. So I invite you to do that because Max said through the interview that that's one of the things he had to learn first, to stop, look at himself, and find out a different way of being. So I invite you to do the same. That's your knockout punch for today. All right, that wraps up today's episode of The Real Zach Olinger. Thanks again for listening. If you happen to find this episode insightful or valuable, I invite you to pass it along to somebody else because chances are, if you found it valuable, they will too. If you're on Instagram, you can find me at the real Zach Olinger. Until next time, everybody. Thanks for listening.